there is a activity for every season. And I suspect that most of you have a favorite season here this morning. Mine's fall. I like spring. I'm not too fond of the middle of summer. And when it gets 20 below wind chill, winter can just move along. There's football season, there's baseball season, there's basketball season, there's whatever other season. We all have our seasons. And it's, it's really interesting. We sort of divide our life up around those seasons. We order our life around those seasons. Whether it's a sport, whether it's an activity, whether it's fall, winter, summer, or spring, we really do kind of order ourselves around that. So it, it seems kind of interesting that we don't give much thought to the fact that our life has seasons. Our soul has seasons. On this journey called life, it's more than just appointments on a calendar. Different seasons that we enter into and we move out of. I'm in a much different season of my life than I was five years ago, maybe even ten years ago, maybe even two or three years ago. Having reached early 50s, I'm thinking more and more about what I want to be or do in the next 15 to 20 years to look at how I will engage these next 15 to 20 years. London and I are now classic empty nesters, so we're a little bit free of some of the child rearing, but we also find we spend more time checking on parents now. And Linda, for the last few months, has done a wonderful job of shepherding her parents through hospital stays and doctor's appointments and explaining things to them. We are this classic sandwich generation, still in some ways caring for our children in limited ways, but now also caring and connecting with her parents. So each of us may be in a very different season, and it may be a very mundane season to some degree. Now, I've been calling this fellow my simplicity coach, Bill Hybels, and here's what he has to say. When we view our life as a string of random days connected only by the calendar, it's easy to overlook the active movement of God. Our ability to identify the seasons of our lives increases our ability to cooperate with God, recognize God's guiding hand, and follow God's lead and accept the end of one season and maybe the beginning of a next. So in some way, identifying the season that we're in connects us with the deeper work of God and what's going on in our life. God is no longer impersonal, this presence that's living out there. God is a very personal presence that is actively involved in our life, shaping us, forming us, guiding us. It's like Colin wrote on the drawing that he gave me. God is with us, with us in the very seasons of our lives. So, Mr. Hybels goes on to add this. Recognizing the season you're in helps to simplify your life, giving you a tangible target on which to focus your growth, your energies, and direction. Once you name it and understand the season, be fully present there. Dive in. Last Sunday when we were at Quaker Lake at the pool, um, I could see uh, Beth Johnson standing up, and I think Grace was on the diving board, and there may have been a couple other kids, but Beth all of a sudden stood up, and I heard her say, Go ahead, Grace. You can do it. Dive in. And she would get all the way to the edge out there. I don't think she ever dove in, did she? But she was saying, Go ahead, Grace. You can do it. Dive in. And I remember that moment with, with Aaron when she took swimming lessons in, in Muncie, Indiana, and it was the big the big next step, and the parents got in the pool, and the kids got on the diving board, and they got out to the edge, and it was time to dive in and just jump into the deep end. 
Uh, Grace didn't. It's not her time. It's maybe not her season. Aaron did. Aaron has never really stepped back from jumping into anything. What Bill Hybel says is whatever season you're in, jump into it fully. Engage it. Just dive right into it. It may not be an easy season. It may be a very mundane season. It may be very a productive season. But he says sometimes the only way we're going to know who we are and how God is with us is we just jump right in and engage that season fully. Now, what season are we in? Well, that's a good question to ask. What is your present season? Here are some possibilities. Is it a season of grief or loss? You're mourning the loss of a friend or loved one or even the loss of physical capability. Is it a season of transition? Maybe you're transitioning into another stage of life. Maybe another chapter of your life is ending and a new one is looming on the horizon. Maybe it's a season in which you've on your own decided to take a break or a Sabbath from outside activities, commitments, involvements. It feels like a season of withdrawal. It feels somewhat like a season of review. You're just sort of pulling in for a while to do some reflection. Maybe it's a very productive season. You're hitting on all cylinders. Everything is just going great. Ideas are coming. Projects are being accomplished. Sometimes it's a season of busyness or active life. And some of these seasons, by the way, they just are because of where we are in the stage of life. You didn't bring it on yourself. Kids have programs. There's jobs. There's families. There's other responsibilities. It's just a very active season. Sometimes there's a season of slowing down, reevaluating your commitments, your priorities. You're trying to free up more time. It can be a season of spiritual fruitfulness. Sometimes it's a season of spiritual dryness. And then sometimes it's just a season of waiting. And sometimes in that season, all you can do is just take one step at a time. It's a season of convergence when things can be coming together, but you're just not sure what that's going to look like yet because it hasn't happened. We're just waiting. So what season are you in? I don't know what season you may be in. I know what seasons I'm in. Sometimes I know fully, sometimes I'm not sure, but I know my life has seasons. So once you've identified the season you're in, what do you need to focus on? How do you need to expend your energies? And the really challenging part about that is once we know what season we're in, the next step is always involves choices. Choices on how I'm going to spend my time. Choices on how I'm going to navigate a particular season. Do I need to do it on my own? Do I need to bring other people into my life? Spiritual directors, friends, counselors. Choices on establishing healthy boundaries, making sure I'm taking responsibility for what is mine to own. I'm not over-functioning. I'm not taking responsibility for other people. And I'm not under-functioning, which means I'm just not taking responsibility for my own choices and decisions. And probably the most challenging choice to make is knowing when a particular season in my life has come to an end and it's time to move forward. It's very easy for folks, and I have been in this place, to get stuck in a season and not venture forth. I had a season of failure in my life at one point. It was a very tough season. And I really had a choice in that moment to decide, am I going to stay stuck in this season of failure? Am I going to feel sorry for myself? Am I going to blame a lot of other people? Am I going to look for other causes? Or am I going to just simply be in this season and ask myself, what can I learn Who do I want to be? How do I want to move through this? And how is this going to teach me and shape me and form me? It was kind of strange. Even in that season, I kind of had my own theme song. I know that sounds kind of queer, but I did. 
And um, those theme songs helped me. It was just words that resonated with me, that got me through that time in my life. So once we know what that season is, we can in some ways ask ourselves, how do we want to take the steps to move through it and open ourselves up to what God has to teach us? Or do we just stay stuck? Stuck in a season that's over, a chapter that's over. And maybe everybody else knows it except us, and we haven't realized it yet. And then I think as I have identified the seasons, or we identify them, and we decide where we're going to focus our energies, it becomes very vital then, simply, to seek ways to remain connected to God. Now, again, you may think, that seems like the standard answer you should give because you're pastoring, you're a preacher. Well, I hope it's more than standard. I hope it is something that reminds us God is with us. And God is in every season, the good, the bad, the hard, the easy, the productive, the non-productive, the successful, the failures. God is in all those seasons. And part of learning and growing is staying connected to God in these seasons. We stay connected to God through worship. I've said this before, and, I, and to me it's becoming more real and real every year of my life. Worship for me is how I realign myself. It's how I recalibrate my soul. It's how I recalibrate who I am and where I'm moving and what direction I'm moving in. I need it in order to be reminded of who God is and where God is leading and guiding me. Maybe we stay connected to God through reading books on the spiritual journey. Maybe we, again, see a spiritual director, a friend, a counselor. Sometimes we connect with God simply through silence and quietness and reflecting. Ronald Heifetz probably don't know him, maybe you do, but he's an author that wrote a book on leadership and organizational development. It seems like a pretty big topic, but here's what he has to say. He says, the best leaders are the ones that will sometimes take a balcony view of life. Now, what does he mean by that? Well, have you ever been in a room and you're standing on the main floor and maybe it's on a dance floor and everybody is dancing around you and you can't make any sense of what's going on? You're just kind of in the middle. But then you go up to the balcony and you do what? You can see everything. You can see the whole floor. You can see how things are moving. You can see how people are, are, are dancing, uh, how they're coordinating themselves. Maybe another image is I've been to hockey games before, maybe one or two in my life. For me, you cannot watch a hockey game from the front row. The best hockey game I've ever watched has been the very top row at the stadium where I could see everything that was going on. When we take a balcony view of life in silence, we are looking down on our life, getting the big picture, and asking ourselves, how does it all fit together? How does it all work together? And how has God so brought me to this point? And what has God used in my life? What has God used in my life in the past? And what is God using in my life now? And where do I see it taking me? And for me, sometimes silence is taking that balcony view of life where I just look down on my life, And I see Scott Wagner right in the middle of it, and I ask myself, where is this going? What season am I in? And what's the next step? And so when we understand how God works through seasons in our lives, we're less apt to complicate it. We're more apt to simplify it. And then rather simply drifting through life, our life takes on a sense of purpose and direction. Let me just close with this, this passage out of Ecclesiastes. And Hannah read this. I'll finish with verse 12. Here's what the writer says. And by the way, 
Ecclesiastes is often attributed to King Solomon, a guy searching for wisdom, a guy searching for meaning, a guy searching for purpose, a guy asking himself the question, what really matters in life, what doesn't? It's like reading someone's personal journal. Well, here's what he has to say in verse 12. I know there's nothing better for them to do, that is us, that is humanity, but to enjoy themselves and do what's good while they live. Now, you may think that seems like a pretty simple invitation. It is, but how often do we really notice that? What he's basically saying is, even in the seasons of our lives, no matter what you're going through, don't forget this. Life simply exists for us to be able to enjoy where we are in this moment and to do what's good while we live. Moreover, he says, this gift of God, that all people should eat, drink, and enjoy the results of their hard work. I would frame it this way. Don't miss out on the moments of life. Even in the seasons of our lives, easy, difficult, hard, tough, don't miss out on those very basic gifts. Friends, you have a meal in front of you. Maybe it's the work that you have for your life right now. Whatever those gifts are, maybe it's you get to take your kid to Office Depot and pick up note cards and pens and erasers. And you have a nice little book bag with them which they are so excited to go to school. Maybe it's getting a 9.30 p.m. phone call because of a three-hour time difference. It just simply says, hey, Mom and Dad, I want to know how you're doing. How are things going? What's going on? Life happens and seasons change. But in the midst of those seasons, God says there are gifts that we can enjoy, that we can value, that we don't want to miss out on. So what season are you in? What season are you presently in? Are you moving into a new season? Or are you stuck in a season that's already ended and God is nudging you forward to take that next step, to dive in, to start a new chapter in your life?